0: What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Janu Show. I am Brandon Janu. <laughs> Sorry about that. I am Brandon Janu. Uh, and, of course, like always, shout out to my family at Urban Boulevard. BLVD.us is the website. Co is where you can find them on social media and if you find our social medias urban Boulevardblbd.co and you follow them and you buy something from them on their website at urban uh use the code Brandon.30 for 30 percent off. that's brandon.30 for 30 percent off of your purchase. hope you use it hope you do it and uh, summer's almost over school's almost coming back in. So you probably gotta buy some kids some school clothes, buy you some clothes if you're a teacher, principal, or assistant, you know, administration, you know, just, I'm just saying. Uh, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode for real, for real. Alright, let's get it. New sign, clearly. Um, still the same, kind of, face. Face is still there, but it's a new logo, uh, kind of, sign, kind of. Anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoy this. Like I said, so, uh, so tonight's my two hundred episode. Drops on YouTube, on podcast platforms everywhere. I hope you guys listen to it. I hope you guys like it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, so this is two hundred one total. This is episode twenty six of season five. Um, and I've been just running and thinking, what can I do? For season what's the next episode pretty much right uh and so i thought about it like this so a big topic that has been pretty much going on lately uh has been um i usually do these episodes with my family but i did it today tonight by myself so um music music is universal music is the one thing i think they always say it's uh there's it's math and music. I think that is universally the same, loved, you know, universally loved. Math and music doesn't change. It doesn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has to do math. Everybody loves music. So the last couple of weeks, uh, music has kind of been uh, in the forefront, kind of uh, of a lot of people's thoughts. One, uh, particularly, um, musical genre of music has been R&B. Now, I grew up with R&B, uh 90s kid, so 90s R&B, like late 90s R&B, early 2000s R&B. It was kind of like the shit. You grew up with it. Um, now, I'm not going to go into the versus battle that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day. Uh, they're still going to get money off of this shit because they're still talking about it. Like, like, dude, it, it just wasn't a good night at the office for any of you motherfuckers. Let's just put it as that and leave it as that. Um, And let's just put it as that. Uh, it it kind of didn't make it any better, though, when, like, literally everybody was talking about this shit I think, for, like, a week, and then Usher drops, you know, the Tiny Desk, NPR, Tiny Desk concert, and he just was just on y'all, like, yeah, that's their R&B, and this is real R&B. Like, let's just get that out the way. Like, I should kill that shit. I, uh, I was watching that shit, and I was like, damn, this is what I grew up on. For real, for real. And that's kind of how I feel about music right now. Music is such a different type of thing when I grew up. And if you know anything about me and you listen to the, my shows, you know I do a top 10 list with my family. And mainly, most of those lists are music-related because we are all in different types of mindsets. So towards music, but it's all, at the end of the day, the same like I said, it's the same love, music, man. Music will eventually get to anybody, and I think R&B right now, particularly for males, like male R&B has always kind of been in like a a dormant kind of feeling. Like since like I had like oh eight, I'll be like oh eight. Um, that's when like I think like I should took a break and left. Then Chris Brown came, but then Chris Brown had his problems going on, and then you kind of had to find T Pain had had a run, but everybody was kind of like going at T-Pain, which made no sense to me. I just personally didn't understand that shit. I'm like, T-Pain's killing this shit. But Usher was gone, Chris Brown was in legal trouble. Um, Neo had a run, but everybody kind of was like, I guess, like I guess we'll deal with Neo. We'll fuck with Neo right now until, you know, they come back. It was never really like a real thing. Like, Trey Songz then came and took over a little bit, and then but what I'm saying is Male R and B was just never in the mid two thousands to like two thousand to now, Male R and B has never really had a stable superstar. It just hasn't. It just that shit just isn't what it is. And I always felt like with male R and B it's kinda of like the same thing I feel about female R and B. I mean, not female R and B, female hip hop. Well where, where it's kinda of like the field just isn't a lot of people in the field playing. It's not it's not a lot of people that's actually physically putting up the numbers and you know i feel that way about female hip-hop in a sense it's like it was a it was a good bit where female hip-hop wasn't even a thing it was just you know if somebody could be successful then that's a shocker that was like a hmm, that's interesting and you know it, it, that's the thing man and i think that i look at i look at like music right now as such a a very interesting situation in a sense but it's it's kind of in a very dormant uh situation where yes music is the same but do you blame it on the artists or do you blame it on the the industry that they're in right now where it's kind of like most of the music is tiktok dances and the latest wave of, of shit. And it's not even, like, a real fucking thing anymore. It's not even, like, create something that people remember. Like, most of the biggest hits in the game right now is kind of just samples. It's almost, it's not even samples, like, 30 years, 40 years, like, Temptations, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross. This is more so, like, shit I literally grew up listening to. Like, shit that used to be on 106 and Park. Like, when you're sampling shit that used to be on 106 and Park... It's like, okay, this shit is different. Um, But my whole thing has been that. And I think that even in the senses of that, like, music right now isn't as great as it used to be anymore. You know? And I think that um, that when you create uh, you know, something like music, you gotta have something, man. You gotta have something of value. And I don't feel that way about the industry right now. I don't feel that way about music right now. Female hip-hop and male R&B are the same to me. I don't see any difference. I don't. They lack lack substance. It lacks um, awareness that you're talking about the same shit, just on a different beat. It's not even like, you know, and R&B is like the same shit. It's not even a different beat anymore. Back in the day when I was a kid, R&B, male R&B, it had like a real class of his own it had a, it had a real like people that did r&b now R and b now you could literally look at the like the bt awards like perfect example like somebody like a young blue who a lot of people would consider a ja rule nelly 50 dmx kind of now nah, i'm saying not like them artistry wise but i'm saying he makes kind of like that same music where it's not really a blend of hip-hop, it's not really R&B, it's just, it's both. It's a blend. It's not really hip-hop, it's not really R&B. Ride Wave, another one, like, it's not really hip-hop, but it's not also R&B. It's melodic as fuck. It's, it's ballad-filled, but it's also lyrical. They are rapping, in a sense. You know, and that's why I think the line is so shattered between you know, because if you ask kids who's their favorite R&B artist, like, R&B, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I, like, it's crazy to say to a kid, a kid, like, what's your favorite R&B artist? Like, R&B? What the fuck is that? What is that? And that's the thing, man. I don't think that music is – I don't think R&B figures it has, has a male R&B, male R&B. Because female R&B has always been successful. Female R&B has always had. Now I equate female R&B to like male hip hop, like where no matter what, that is their core. That is what they do. Like I can easily say, like Beyonce. Beyonce is a R&B artist, a female R&B artist. Clearly, everybody knows that. But she could go do different genres of music. She could easily go pop and do pop music. She could do dance. I don't know what the fuck this new album going to be, but it feels like it's going to be a dance kind of album. Which is uh, 100% people are going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. And people are going to bump it and fuck with it. She can also go do country music, where she did with the Dixie Chicks and shit like that. She can easily go do other genres of music. But her key, her 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 making of her career is R&B. That's what she does. She's that. Same thing with Rihanna. I can't even say it. But Rihanna's last couple of songs she before she kind of like took the hiatus. Was really R&B feel, like it wasn't as like trying to be as popish. Like she was kind of like love on my brain and shit like that. Like that shit was an R&B song. That was a ballad. Like that was a real R&B song. Yeah, she got the pop shit, but she can actually do R&B records. It's not like she just doesn't do R&B records. She she knows her shit already. But like I say, like her, her is a real artist. Like I think she can tote the lines between. R and B, jazz, blues, pop, you know, whatever she wants to do because it's easy for her to fall into all of that. But at the end of the day, she's still the core of hers music is R and B. Same thing with SZA. She can go do songs with Doja Cat and all these pop songs for like Maroon Five, but her core is R and B. I feel like saying what about male hip hop in a sense? Male hip hop is very easy to adjust to. It's like J. Cole. Like, yeah, J. Cole. Hell, J. Cole. J Cole could do anything he wants to do. He could go do the pop records. I mean, hell, he was on T K O Remix with from just for for Justin Timberlake. Like Justin Timberlake put him on there, and and then it's like not just not just J Hope, but clearly Drake. Drake is one of the best examples where he doesn't always have to stay in hip hop. He's he's got his own lanes. He could just go do pop music. He could easily go do. You know, I don't like the last Drake album, but, you know, he does dance. He can do that shit if he wants to. He can go do country music if he really wants to. I mean, hell, I mean, Bad Bunny got a badass song. uh, Mia. Like, that was a bad song. I love that song. That shit was fire as fuck. But he can go do that. Like, he is one of those that can jump in and out of different genres. But at the end of the day, his core is hip-hop. It's rap. Jay-Z, perfect example. Jay-Z can do anything he wants to do. He doesn't always have to do hip-hop. One of my favorite, one of the best projects that I would tell anybody to listen to of a clashing of two different genres of music, but it sounded so beautifully together, is Jay Z and Linkin Park when they did their, their compilation project together. Like, that shit was incredible. Like, you go listen to, like, uh, Encore slash Numb, that's probably one of the best fucking, like, I give the original Encore, like, this much of a, of a, of a, of a you know, just this much over the numb encore ver- like version it's this much and that's mainly because of like the whole, vuh, whole vuh. It's, it's just like the way Kanye kind of produced that shit you can tell like this was Jay-Z's last real big like that's gonna be it and I think that kind of always kind of like even though Jay-Z came back but <laughs> it's like but also that introduced me to Linkin Park like it really introduced me to Linkin Park. I didn't even listen to Linkin Park until Jay-Z. I heard some songs about him, but I never really physically sat down and listened to Linkin Park until Jay-Z did a compilation project with them. That's literally one of my favorite rappers teaming up with now a rock band. I need to know what this rock band is, who this is. I heard a Coldplay. I heard a Green Day. I've never heard of this. And I started listening to Linkin Park. I've fucked with Linkin Park ever since. So it's just that. Little Wayne. Lil Wayne could go do a complete rock album. And then come back and do hip hop and nothing, nothing change. It's it's shit like that. But they're core rappers. That's what they are. I think the thing about like female hip hop and male R and B is that once they kind of get success, or as people will say, once they cross over mainstream, it's hard for them to kind of keep their core because they're not because re- they didn't really balance out the hip hop. For female hip hop artists, it's like that's they're easily gonna be pop superstars. Easy. Nicki Minaj, it didn't take Nicki Minaj that long to take over pop culture. It really didn't take that long. Once she kind of like got a hit, got that big fucking stamp of approval, and she was on Monster with Kanye, and then she did uh, her album Pink Friday. That shit was done. Like even before then, like I think like 2010 before that shit even came out, that shit she was already a fucking superstar. Like, it was, it was that. Same so thing with Cardi B. Cardi B didn't really have to put out, like, an album. She was already a made superstar. Mag too. Like, all these, these female rappers, they don't have to really put out. Once they put out a single and it trends, that's set to the moon already. The problem with that is they don't really build a fan base. That's unlike Nikki. Nikki actually built her hip-hop fan base. She knew that this is her core. I can go do the pop records, and I can go do these, you know, quick songs with all these people. But this is the core. I think the problem where right now you're seeing with like a Cardi B and a Mag is like they don't know where to land. It's kind of hard because they know now they got to play for the pop charts, and they also got to play for hip hop fans, and they got to also, and some people can't really do that shit. That's not who they are. So it's kind of hard for them to balance all that shit. Whereas for Nicki, she kind of could easily balance that shit, and that's rare. That's a rare thing for, like, even for male R&B. You know, I said him earlier, but Chris Brown has figured out a way to kind of get his shit to where, and Chris Brown could have been Usher. Let's be real, like, for a second. Like, Chris Brown could have been Usher. He could have had, the, the, he could have probably been bigger, bigger than Usher if, if, you know, his life didn't take the turn that it took at that time. He probably could have been bigger than Usher. I mean, he was, I remember going to school, and this motherfucker had a gum commercial coming on, channels when I was a kid like when I was going to school like like, like fucking talk about some double the fun you know what I'm saying like it's just like what I was like what he fucked all that up you know what I'm saying but even that in a sense I think one person from R&B, male R&B that has figured out a way to keep himself in tune with all of it and that is Bruno Mars Bruno Mars has the ability to literally be a pop star. He is the easiest one to be a pop star. But the fact of the matter is, he doesn't want to. Go back to 2016, 2017, I think the Grammys. 2017, I think he won best, 2017, 2018. He won best, he won album of the year at the Grammys for his album, 24K Magic if you actually listen to what he said in interviews was, you know, I grew up on the new Jack Swing era. That whole album was kind of like a homage to the new Jack Swing era, new Jack Swing era guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it like I grew up with that era. So I know a lot about it. You know what I'm saying? Tony, 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 shit like that. Like, it's just like, you don't understand. Like for an artist like Bruno Mars to be like, I grew up on this shit. Shit. You don't believe that. Go look at the finesse video. It's literally on a living color. When did a living color come out? In the 90s? Doing? The new Jack Swing era? <laughs> it's like, that's not a, that's not a shocker that he, he's influenced by that. But people would take that and, and be like, okay. But he's the only artist that has figured out a way to make pop music, pop music, make R&B, and b get you dancing, get you all the records that you will like, but also keep it to his core and what he likes to do. And I think that's rare for artists out. Just, just listen to the Silk Sonic project. 10 songs. And all 10 songs is like an homage to like the 70s, 80s. of Like hell, they got Boosie e. Collins doing fucking narrating the project. Like it's, a, it's an homage to that. But for Bruno Mars to not have to fall into the, the – and he can easily be a pop star. It's so easy for him to fall into it. It's, but to go and do a project, excuse me, with Anderson Who at the time, maybe to me and other fans of that his music, you knew who he was. But if you didn't know who Anderson Pack was, you're like, Bruno Mars gonna work with him? Who the fuck is that? And that's the thing. He actually uplifted an artist that to some knew, but now all know. And now everybody's gonna be checking for the Anderson Pack album now. Because it's like, yo, if Bruno Mars work with him, and the shit sounded amazing, he must be fired. And for a man that's literally like a Dr. Dre understudy. Yeah. He's pretty fucking good. If you didn't know that. But that's what I'm saying. Music right now is such a. An interesting situation. Where it's kind of like. You're looking for. The breakout star. You're looking for an artist. That's just going to make you sing. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And it's. I don't think you're going to find it. Not in this era. Not in this era. If you're you're trying to be like that person's got the charisma of a superstar but also just doesn't give a fuck and they just make music, I don't think that happens in this era. And the artists that I do believe that have that, I don't think will ever have the 100% crossover appeal, like talking about it, because I don't think they want it. Like Cardi, G-I-D, her, like I said earlier – I don't think they want it. I don't think they give a fuck about it. They don't they're like rushing to have it. I think that's the beauty of them, like because, and that's what keeps their music so pure. Because it's kind of like once you get to a certain level of success, like Drake, you you just do whatever you do just to maintain that success. You don't really give a fuck anymore about creating a proper projects and and I think that's a problem with kind of like in a sense for Drake. It's kind of like I love Drake, Drake's one of my favorite artists, but it's just like, some of his shit now is kind of like, okay, you're just doing shit just to get radio play. I clearly know that, and I'm not one of them that's blind to the artists, where it's like, nah, that shit was amazing, no, it was like, this last time he dropped, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this, bro, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is, is that, but at the end of the album, you get a song like Jimmy Cook's, and you're like, oh, okay, I kind of see now where it could go, and if it happens, then great, because then it makes sense for you to drop an album like that, but if it doesn't go that way, it's kind of like, oh, shit, nigga, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> and that's the thing. I think for artists like Drake, you just do, maintain whatever you got to maintain to stay at the top, and you know... And I've, another one of my favorite artists, The Weekend, another one where I feel like he's lost his—he's lost the mysteriousness of himself, and I think he's still trying to think that he's still mysterious when he does albums and shit. Like he's still ominous, and he could just do whatever, and nobody's gonna. But it's like, dude, you lost that a long time ago when you decided to do a pop kind of album, where even though people could say, well. You know, Beauty and the Madness wasn't really a pop kind of album, but that shit was pop. That was a very pop album. Like if you go listen to it, like front to back, that shit was kind of like as pop as you can get. it. And Starboy was the most pop album I've ever heard the Weekend ever have. Like that shit was pop, and that's one of my favorite albums by the Weekend, which is <laughs> the craziest thing. You know, he's got some good fucking songs on Starboy, man. Outside of like the obvious songs, like I, I, I feel it coming and. Of course, you know, Starboy itself, like, Die For You is probably one of the best fucking Weekend songs I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's it's literally the best Weekend song I think I've ever heard. Reminder is literally the second best Weekend song I've ever heard in my life. Out of Time is also just a dope fucking record. That's more Quincy Jones than anything. And that just really made me feel like Thriller. But, yeah, like, The Weekend is another one. Like, The Weekend, I think, is, is still trying to give you, like, that a mysterious type. But it's like, dude, you're not mysterious. We know everything about you. We know your life. We know who you're dating, who you're fucking, who you're kicking it with. who you. And I'm looking forward to this new show he's got coming out on HBO. That shit looks fire. I just saw the trailer today. That shit look fire. But I'm like, yo, like, I don't know, man. The weekend is one. Travis Scott's another one that I think lost their mysteriousness. And now they're trying to regain it. But, like, we know too much about your life. It's never going to come back. You're never going to go back to that guy where it was like, Nobody knows you, and if you knew who that was, you were privileged. Like, damn, like y'all need to get on Travis Scott. Y'all need to get on the weekend. Like, damn, motherfucker, fire! I'm telling you now. If you guys like ask the weekend and Travis Scott's core fans, they probably be like, I still fuck with them, but it's kind of like they lost what they, they lost what that was. They lost who they were, and they're never gonna get it back. And I think that that's the thing about music sometimes. When you come out the mysterious guy. If you can't keep it, it's not going to be – you're never going to get it back. Your first impression is really that. It's the first impression. So once you go forward into your career, like the thing about Def Punk, like I think the reason why Def Punk got tired of being with each other is kind of like we can't stay mysterious eventually. Eventually people are going to ask us, like, take the fucking helmets off. So let's just cut this shit the fuck off right here, right now. And I respect that. I think a lot of artists, like, nowadays, like I said, like, once you go to a certain point, you can never get back to who you were. That's why it just feels like when you hear, like, certain people not want to do interviews anymore, it's like, dog, you lost that mysterious shit a long time ago. You might as well just sit down and have a conversation with you, motherfucker. Because that mysterious shit is gone. It's done. It's dead. In the fucking water. Like, it's just done. And I think that's the problem with artists nowadays. I think when you're... Tr- you're still living in the past of what you used to be and you're not living into the now. The now is very simple. And even for current artists that are starting to try to live in the now, but it feels like you're just doing shit just to stay at the top. And I can't support that. You know, like Drake. Love Drake did that. Honest, honest Nevermind project. He could have kept that shit. I said that shit on my Instagram live when that shit popped off. I said it was a brilliant move for Drake because Drake is usually a calculated thinker and he usually has a a reason for why he drops some bullshit like that and I think he is. I think he does have a calculated reason for why he dropped it because he I guess he wanted to see if critics really was just they talked that shit and they would they really come out and go at me. And he did. <laughs> he did. But I think that's the thing about Drake, he wants to hear people say, You just don't have classics, man. You don't have a classic under your belt. Music is that right now. And I think R and B the male RB scene and female hip-hop is the same, it seems, are a perfect example of that. You're just doing what you got to do to be successful. And I think that's the worst part of it because it's like once you get to a certain point of like this is all I got to do to stay successful. Okay, cool. I'm going to continue to do that. You lose your mysteriousness. You lose the, the, the core of what made you so like, hmm, I like that. Let me go listen to that some more. You lost that, and now you're just doing whatever it's – so if it was a, like a pop-ish song that kind of got you successful, you're going to continue to do the pop-ish song to keep yourself, just keep yourself at that success. And that's the problem. The problem with music is that it's not the music that's starting to sound bad. It's the artists feel like I don't really have to put the work in anymore. I don't have to try to get better. I don't have to try to level myself up because it's kind of like – Once I get to the point where I know how to maneuver you motherfuckers, I can easily maneuver you motherfuckers. You might not like it, but they will. They might not like it, but you will. And that's the problem. Stop making it for, I'm going to make this song for this side and I'm going to make this song for that side. Stop that. Just make music. Because if it's actually from your heart and it actually sounds good, I don't give a fuck what side it's for. I'm going to fuck with it. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with it perfectly, especially if it comes from, like, one of my favorite artists, I guess if it's from Drake, or Wayne, or Jay, or Weekend or Ash Sharon, I'm like, J. Cole, clearly, like, I'm like, yep, yeah, this shit fire, I-, I can't even deny it, this shit fire, so I think music right now, man, is in a, music is in a, in a space where you, you just don't know, and I think that's, because the big-named artists aren't really trying anymore. They're just dropping whatever the fuck they deem the shit that's going to keep me in the top spot. And that is a problem because I don't think that's going to last forever. Because a lot of people going to get to the point where they're just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I don't want to listen to you anymore. And it can happen. Don't get it twisted. It can happen. You don't believe me? Better go ask MC Ham and uh, Vanilla Ice. Because it can happen. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is this, man. One thing I've always I've been hearing lately is like, it's hard to find a good artist. It's hard to find a good artist. There are artists out there that are good. But they just don't make maybe the classic album. They don't have the the straight album that you fuck with. But they got songs and certain things about them that you do like. So I would tell anybody, go listen to artists that you deem. Go listen to everything. Stop being closed off. That's the main thing. Stop being closed off. Stop just being like, I just want to hear hip-hop. I just want to listen to rap. I just want to listen to R&B. Go listen to everything because you're going to find out, wow, I really fuck with Chris Stapleton. Wow. I fuck with Dan and Shay. Wow. I fuck with Ash Sheeran. Wow. Justin Timberlake is that dude. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Linkin Park is the shit. Wow. Green Day music is timeless. Phil Collins had way more than just filling in the air tonight. <laughs> like, Phil Collins had way more than just I can fill in, in the air tonight. Like, like what the fuck? Like Phil Collins was this shit? Hold on, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like holy shit, I didn't know that. You'll listen to everything, man. Go listen to everything, man. You'll be surprised. You'll be very fucking surprised that like there's way more than just little baby, little dirt. <laughs> Um, you know Jay Z, Nas, like Beyonce, Alicia Keys, her, Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, wow, this is different. This is really different. One thing I did just recently was like the Saturday night jam sessions that I always do. I love doing it with my family because we always have fun. And it was a point in the jam session where we weren't playing pop and R and B no more. We were just playing music. And here, all of us have different. All of us like the same shit. Like, when we're literally requesting, like, put on Paramore and put on the fray. Put on, (laughs) like, Three Doors Down. Put on, like, when you start to realize Maroon 5, like, put on Green Day. Put on, when you start to realize that, you start to play that into your mind. Put on Chris Stapleton. Put on Blake Shelton. You know what I'm saying? Put on Coffee. Like, it's, it's. You would never understand a night like that, because it's just like, wow, we're not, we're, we all are different in certain aspects, but the music that we like isn't so different, because we are listening to shit, and we all singing along to it. It's a different type of energy, man, that shit is fun, man, I can't even, I can't even knock it, it's like, that's what I love, so that's why I tell y'all, man, go listen to everything. Do not get closed off. Do not let that hip-hop R&B shit always deter you from, like, going listen to other shit. Because at the end of the day, that's how music is made, man. Go listen to – even if you don't know what a Bad Bunny or J J-Bob or – you know what I'm saying? They saying, go listen to it because you'll find out, hmm, this shit actually dope. i actually fuck with this. Okay, I can fuck with this. Go listen to Calvin Harris, which, by the way, I'm looking forward to his new album. Go listen to Calvin Harris. Go listen. Go listen. It's your fucking phone. Nobody gonna know. Go listen to your shit. Go listen to music, man. Enjoy it. Because the artists that y'all keep looking for, they might not be in your particular genre of music right now, but they're not, like, it's not like they're not alive and they're not there. It's like you just close yourself off to, if it's nobody in this era that's in my genre of music, I'm not gonna listen to them. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. One of my favorite shows, one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to, I was to Ash Sharon in Minute Maid Park here in Houston. I've been wanting to see Ash Sheeran for a while and I got a chance to go see him. That shit was incredible. Now, me and my mom, I might have been the only two black people there, but that shit was incredible because I, like, I'm like i singing Ash Sheeran songs and I'm just like, man, I see fire. He started singing I see fire. I was like, I see fire. <laughs> this shit is cool. <laughs> like, it's like, he's like, I see fire. Like, holy shit. <laughs> and and, and, and it's and it just songs like that, man. To see an ass perform in that type of structure, it was kind of like, I never been to a, a ballpark for a concert. I've been to Minute Maid Park for, for Astros games, but I've never been there for a concert. So to see him perform, I see fire. I think he even performed Bloodstream that night. You know, just to see that live, it was like, whoa, Thinking Out Loud live is, you think Thinking Out Loud is great when you're listening to it on the radio. Listening to that shit live with just him and his guitar, and he's just singing with the lights. Everybody got their fucking lighter on, and they got the light on the phone, and they're just, like, swirling the phone back. It's a different type of energy, man. <laughs> really fucking it is. Then he comes out and closes out the show with Shape of You. You would never understand what that type of energy is. It's like, God damn, this shit is awesome. But it's that. Go experience that, man. Stop closing yourself off just to this. Go listen to everything because you'll find out you got a lot more in common with a lot of these other artists than you do in your own genre of music. I'm telling you. Watch. This has been a brand new show. Peace.